All right, we're back with Donnie and Austin, and it's been two weeks since the last time that we talked, right? So I feel like I should say a lot has happened, but it really doesn't feel like a lot has happened. Does that make sense? A lot more of the same has happened, so it feels like nothing's changed at all. I feel like the shows, all of the wrestling television shows have been super stagnant, and we're just, I mean, and we'll talk about a lot, the, of, a lot of A lot of real life has happened. Right. Yeah. I, that's, yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know. It just seems like a bad time for wrestling and it's kind of what, that was the story of 2020 and the first two weeks of 2021 have not been <laughs> so stellar. Uh, so yeah, uh, from a rating standpoint that I'll talk about later. Um, but also just from an entertainment standpoint, I feel like the last two weeks have been, uh, super rough, but we are coming up on the rumble. So we're planning some fun things for this, uh, podcast and to talk about, uh, leading up to the rumble we'll do probably a watch along i think we talked about that earlier so hopefully um we can all agree on an older royal rumble or something like that to watch and we'll do a watch along for you guys and then of course the royal rumble will happen so we'll have a lot to talk about hopefully uh as the road to wrestlemania kicks off but before we get into all of that we got to recap uh the shows we're gonna do just this past week not the week that we missed uh sorry we'll I'd be better, I guess. But um, Adonis, you uh, or Donnie, you you watched everything this week, right? Excluding Impact. Yeah, Impact and the Impact pay per view. Right. Yeah. Hard, hard to kill. Which actually, I feel like was more newsworthy than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, so you watched it? I I didn't watch it, but you know, I'm always on Twitter, and wrestling Twitter dominates at least half of my feed. So, um. You know, I, Madison Rain. I think she retired. So I, you know, I don't really know that much about her. But a lot of people had a lot of nice things to say about her. So it's uh, especially with like uh, the last couple of months we've had in wrestling or the last year we've had in wrestling. It's nice to see someone get like appreciation um, and honor in their time. You know, like you have a good career at a place and impact, and you leave. So um, everyone kind of just praises you. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then I know Alex Shelley um, wasn't able to make. He was supposed to be in the main event of that show, but he got pulled from it or he pulled himself. I think he updated everyone and said that it's not COVID. He doesn't have COVID, but he wasn't able to make the date or something. So I, I don't really know what that's about. Uh, maybe more will come out on that. But I know Moose um, Moose was apparently pretty decent or maybe that's more on the guy's performance you know, around him. Um, but Moose was pretty good in the main event replacing Alex Shelley. So that's really all I heard from uh, Impact. But I know they're doing the whole Bullet Club stuff too. So I'm sure in the future we'll definitely be talking about that because I think the uh, the New Japan people are also wanting to get in on that if Twitter is any indication. But um, back to the regular shows, the ones that we actually did watch, not the ones that we just kind of heard about. Um, do we, We'll start with uh, like Raw and SmackDown. We can talk about them uh kind of together because i feel like they're both like a similar struggle to get through i think smackdown's a little better Uh, smackdown's a little better right they're both also building up to the same pay-per-view in the next two weeks right i mean yeah and especially because i think it's not only the same pay-per-view but the same main event of the pay-per-view right like it's it's that it's the 30-man rumble um so you have kind of similar spots on each show right you have people declaring and then you have building up little feuds that'll happen during the rumble because there's 30 people so uh, what would you like from raw and smackdown this week donnie from raw what i really liked well raw's a bit tough to like just because they had a limited roster given some things that happened right i did like randy and triple h because i'll always like randy and triple h seeing triple h again wrestling was fun for however brief it was it was like three minutes but yeah i i am i was surprised yeah. he actually did some stuff it's uh it's funny i don't know if you heard but like i think 2020 was the first calendar year um where he didn't wrestle yeah something like that in in, in a really long time so i i thought like 30 years yeah i i i thought i thought um i thought this was just kind of funny and like uh a way for him to get a match in the books um for 2021 and then he was done and i also really liked seamus and keith lee did you? They had a good. They had a good chemistry. Okay. Oh, I mean, okay. you're talking about the tag, the, the tag did. match. Yeah. Okay, and and I don't honestly, I remember them because they faced each other after, which I'll talk about in a second. But who did they mm-hmm. end up beating? They ended up beating Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison. I, you know, I don't 
I'm not a fan of the Miz as a wrestler, like an in-ring guy. And I know oh, Austin. Okay. Austin will go to bat for the Miz any day of the week. But um, it, he's you know he's still funny as all hell. And then Morrison's well, the, good enough to carry him. So it's like, the, yeah, the Miz is a capital W wrestler. I think is a lot better than the Miz as an in-ring wrestler, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, he's he's all he's he's the showman, you know. He's got the uh, the talk. He, I mean, he's he's gold with a mic in his hand, so that's a, uh, you know, he's definitely not like out of place in the business. But um, I, the the thing I wanted to mention about Sheamus and Keith Lee that I didn't like was they won the match, and I guess maybe I didn't notice that they were having troubles in the match or something. I know the storyline has kind of been that they've been at each other's throats, but didn't they just come back from a commercial and all of a sudden a match between them was starting? I thought that that's was just ex- kind of abrupt. That's exactly what happened. Okay. They came back from a commercial and they were at each other's throats midway. Like It cut to the action from the commercial with them at each other's throats. Yeah, I don't. I think that's one of the things that like makes <laughs> WWE so hard. I shouldn't say WWE. The main roster stuff so hard to watch. It's it feels like there's no rhyme or reason for why they do stuff. They just go like, ah, this is what we're supposed to plug into this spot. So like, it's hard for me to like those things. Even though I, you know, I Keith Lee is a really good wrestler, and Sheamus is, you know, Sheamus has his draw. I'm sure. Well, the reason they tagged together was because. Drew kind of approved of both Keith Lee. Right. And like they, they've got a common recently. Yeah. They've yeah. got a common friend in Drew. So I think they're doing it on uh, kind of on his behalf. At least that's what I got. And I thought. And the reason why they like fought each other immediately during the commercial was because they had to have another match against each other. Mm, yeah. But I don't really see how it had to be so aggressive that they would have another match against each other. I think the audience is kind of smart enough to be like, hey, these guys both fought well, and now they want to see, like, who's the better between the two of them instead of them having to be at each other's throats immediately afterwards and then go back to being friends after their second match of the night together. Right. Um, And, okay, so what else other than that? Uh, I don't like the Charlotte Lacey Evans thing going on. It's weird. Okay. Yeah, Shinsuke is a face. We'll talk about that in just a second. But the Charlotte... uh, The the Charlotte... um, and and it's kind of the Ric Flair thing to me because he's part of that angle too, right? Because Lacey Evans is 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 she trying to seduce him or has she seduced him? I don't really I don't really know exactly what's going on there, but it, it's weird. Ooh. And that all stemmed from Legends Night, and it's like, I, I you know, not to jump ahead, we'll talk about AEW in a minute, but like you look at what what they're having Sting do, which is their legend, right? And you have Ric Flair doing like a horny sex angle with. Lacey Evans, like, yeah, it doesn't fit because Lacey Evans' character last we saw her was trying to be a role model for her kid. Right? Yes, she is. She is a, the constant. It's funny. Her and her and Charlotte both switch back and forth seamlessly between heel and babyface every week. It's like there's no. It's just whoever they want to be each week, or whoever Vince needs them to be. I guess is the better way to say it. Well, this is specifically weird, just sexually. Yeah, do we know how old Ric Flair is? I'm sure the internet could tell me this. I think he's old enough to be her grandfather. So Ric Flair was born in 1949. He's 71 years old. Oh, not even close. And Lacey Evans is... Maybe 40 years younger than he is? 30 years old. 41 years younger. I... I, She's got granddaddy issues. It boggles the mind. Yeah, I I think she called him daddy, but this is a... I will admit this is this is a weird one. I'm glad you I'm glad you said something about this because this was if this it, was no good. If it wasn't like they were dating and it was like, hey, Ric Flair is going to be present for Lacey Evans because he sees a good thing in her, like as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think that could be better, and it could avoid some of the weird complications that I'm having with this whole right feud. And then I feel like this is is this the part um, where they did the Jackson Riker stuff, just following the the, the Lacey um, Evans stuff. Yeah, well, that I, was after the Sheamus stuff, but yeah, right. I, I'm entirely disinterested in that as well. Um, so I don't even. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it was funny that Elias reportedly got injured while recording. Yeah, but then he ha- still had his match. Like, what? I, it was. There's a they lot. They did a lot of double matches. Yeah. Again, really, I, some of the things that they do. Uh, uh, anything else from Raw? I, I'm waiting for you to get to the fireball angle because I know we have to talk about the fireball, right? 
I already brought up Randy and Triple H, but we'll go back to that. The fireball, I think it's fine. Uh, it's so corny, Austin. I know. <laughs> I know you must have seen this. Must be the one thing you saw from Raw. Uh, I've seen some clips. Uh, it's not great. It's uh, <laughs> it's all I got. <laughs> the optics. The optics are bad, right? Like it's just optics it, of a fireball. It well, I right? Just, but I the just, capital really, O optics. I guess I just genuinely don't know what to say about it. It's just it's a it's a fireball. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, uh, it's not uh, the first fireball that fire. they've done. No, it's but, not even close. But, like, is she magical? Is that the gimmick? Because oh. this is no good. This is no good, and I don't... I, 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 you know, I'd rather have the impact whodunit murder angle than, than have the, the fireball stuff. Especially because I feel like Alexa yeah. Bliss is a really good character wrestler. Capital W wrestler. Yes, yeah, she's she's great, just like the Miz. I thought it was just a, a fiend's power kind of situation, not mm-hmm. necessarily that she is magical, right? But like, hey, you know, the fiend's not actually gone, is what that's saying, right? Um, what are the implications that this fireball has for Randy? I don't think it means that he's blinded for any extending, you know, extended period of time. Well, the good right. news I is maybe he's out of the rumble. Okay, I I do think I do think Byron Saxton said he might be blind. So yeah, but I I patch Orton is, is probably coming. I I I am. I or, or are we gonna get like Daredevil or Orton? Daredevil Orton. That yeah. that might be fun. That, that could uh, be what fun. if we get what if we get Orton in a kind of a ricochet outfit with a full mask at the rumble? I don't. I. You know what? I think we're pushing it at this point. I would um, like that. That would be better than what they're going to do, which is, you know, Orton doesn't get in, and the Fiend shows up at thirty at the Rumble. Okay. All right. Moving on from Raw, SmackDown. I feel like, for lack, like the way I think about SmackDown is, it's Raw, but one hour less, and it has Roman Reigns because, like, that's the only thing that they do, at least that i remember yeah okay in a two-hour show he he does eat up at least 30 minutes of it between all of his segments and stuff especially this week they did the uh the was this the prolonged contract signing where they got where they switched it over to kevin owens it was supposed to be uh spoil the end of the show i'm sorry yeah that was uh, (laughs) a that was one of the things uh that i was paying too because i really i i i know next to nothing about adam pierce the wrestler and i i see him scrap scrap daddy i see (laughs) i see him as a personality and he you know he sounds good but i don't want to see that guy wrestling for the the world championship on you know one of the four biggest pay-per-views of the of the year Uh, like i know we've seen kevin owens wrestle uh reigns already but this should be a much better match i i'm i'm not going to disagree with anything that you just said but I also want to bring up, if I'm remembering correctly, and I don't know if either of you watched SmackDown from two weeks ago, but I believe he won a gauntlet match. Um, he did. And was the final person in the gauntlet um, because Shinsuke beat Daniel Bryan in what I remember to be a banger of a gauntlet match or, you know, whatever you want to call it, a ring of a gauntlet. A portion of a gauntlet match. Yeah. Right. But... I, I thought that, like, and that should have been the end because Shin, then I th- started thinking about, like, wow, Shinsuke versus Roman, that's going to be really cool. And then Roman came out, and I was thinking, like, wow, this could be really cool. And then I, they were like, there's still one more person, Adam Pierce. Uh, and I thought, the, you know, the way they did the angle was really cheap. Um, it just wasn't, like, Adam Pierce is cool. Like, I feel like there is a way to get him involved and have him do matches um, that would be really fun, and people might. You know, people like Austin might actually find someone that they enjoy watching wrestle that they never knew about. Um, And that's kind of, I think, like the beauty of WWE, even as much as people like me crap on it and point out its faults uh, often. It's just, you know, it is like everyone's dream in this business because it's the top of the top. And like, so I do kind of want him to get his shot. Um, and I am a little bored with Kevin Owens. Like you said, you know, you admit that it, it is a repeat match, but you're right. It will be overall better. Um, it, it, you know, it's just third time is that, you know, it's third time the charm um, this, yeah, that's, th- this often. 
that's the thing is that I, he's not going to win, you know, and it's right. going to be yeah, it's going to be a match we've seen before. Like maybe they'll throw something new at us, but I I mean I just you know I'm a I'm a big Kevin Owens guy. Anytime right. I see him, you know, potentially main eventing a, a pay per view, I'm I'm not upset is what I'm trying to say. Right? No, <laughs> um, and, and and I'm not either. I think I'm just saying I, I I'm I was upset when they took Nakamura away, and I I wasn't you know. So, so that, I mean. That's an interesting one because I think Nakamura, I think, is uh, do they're right? pretty clearly priming for yeah for something near the top, especially you know bringing his music back. Yeah, with um, the babyface run, they do they, they need a babyface, and 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 turning him into one, you know, I mean, easy. Just take the rap yeah. off the music, like you said, um, and it's you know everyone's favorite song again. Uh, yeah, do, do you think a little bit less to take. Do Do you think they would pull the trigger on a Nakamura over Reigns? match eventually uh, no oh, but i no. think they definitely want you to think that they will okay all right well if i'm getting worked i mean you know i i, mean, I watch this stuff a lot and i feel like i look uh, into I a lot of stuff wrong. if if i'm getting worked that's you know a positive like that's yeah, no, that's how definitely. you make fans that's how you keep fans is you have them thinking about your product and what where it's going to go um but i, I just I hope that they don't wrong. yeah I, i'm just saying that i hope they don't i hope they don't lose that little piece because they did a WWE is like, and I don't say this enough. So I'm going to make sure that I say it. They are like one step away from being my favorite company always. Right. Like they, I mean, they've got all the people, they walk up to the the door and they're too shy to knock or instead of knocking, they try to punch their fist through and it's just like, calm down. Yeah. It's they're just like, Hey, we, you know, we've knocked before. Let's just try and rip the door off the head. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's like knocking's worked every time. So you (laughs) just, just just fucking knock. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, and to kill the metaphor, it's just, you know, they really do need to, uh, just tighten their shit up. It's like, you have tons of great people. You know what I mean? Like, they have all the talent in the world they do you know i mean aw has tons of great talent tons of great talent i'm not going to say like who is you know great wrestlers that are not on wwe obviously but 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 these are still the top of the top it's like you know if you know if they are not in aw they're in wwe and if they're not in wwe they're in aw so it's like all of these guys i i should be as invested and like i should be i should be wanting to watch the show instead of uh, feeling like it's a slog five hours. I mean, we're talking about five hours of programming that, you That's know, most of the time the I don't want to watch. That it's, it's, it's five hours of weekly programming and we're still getting Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the third time. Right. Like, how again, could you not I develop something? But like, yeah, how do you not come up with something better than this? And they had it, but like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll even surprise us by then. There's uh when's the Royal Rumble? What's, what's the Two date weeks. on it? So yeah, it's, it's yeah, we're recording on the 17th. So it's not the, in, in, Whatever, it's not the twenty fourth, but it's the thirty first. So not our next episode, right. but the episode after, we'll probably be talking. We'll probably be recording post Rumble. To so be that's, honest, that's two weeks of shows. Like I, I uh, maybe maybe they turn it into a triple threat with Shinsuke or something. At this point, I don't, I don't. Um, but I, uh, well, actually, circling back to Shinsuke, I wanted to talk about him. if he if he doesn't end up somehow in the uh, triple threat that I have just decided is a hundred percent happening. I assume he's going to be in the Royal rumble. And uh, I, I think what they're going to do uh, is try and paint him as the favorite for the Royal rumble uh, for the next week. I'm, 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 I'm on board with you. It's a thought I had earlier today. Um, and yeah. I feel like you're having this similar thought process. So I'm totally, down. I don't think he's going to win. Uh, I, I, you I, know, I could go either way. I mean, I don't, I don't think I think, He's going to win or lose. I don't really know, but I think, I think it'll be either. I think the build is a good idea, so it the result is irrelevant, right? It's it's well, as yeah, long my, as uh, sorry, yeah. what? Well, as long as the as as long as you know, as long as the buildup is is there, we really just don't have to worry about the payoff because it'll probably be, you know because someone better well unless Baron Corbin beats him. Fuck, that could be bad. Okay, <laughs> uh, can we circle right. back around to Adam Pierce real quick? Yes. I do think that Pierce's win over Shinsuke was novel in the fact that Roman and Jay knocked out both competitors in the gauntlet match and right. forced one of the guys on top of the other one. I'll give you that. I, I considered that argument, and, and it is the one good point, is that if you can't have a heel and his cronies come and beat the shit, 
out of which the baby face to give some dope that they know is gonna you know is not a challenge to him uh it, it is a classic heel move and it makes okay. sense for rowan so and it's again the opposite of what they did when corbin was pulling the strings right. for a show right right no so this is i think infinitely better than that right and yeah, we so don't I mean, have if, a if weak any... gm forcing himself into a title picture we have a weak gm being forced into the title picture so I'll be honest, and we're recording this and we're going to publish this, I I do think I'm getting worked. I think exactly what you guys are saying is happening, and I'm happy about that because I haven't been interested in a WWE person in so long, and I think I'm happy that it's Shinsuke, even if the Adam Pierce stuff does have to bother me a little bit. Um, I think it's supposed to, uh, kind of like you're saying. Cesaro came in during Shinsuke's match and announced that he would be joining the Rumble. Right. Do and you th- he would intend to face Roman uh, for Shinsuke. Oh. Which I think that's that would be an interesting match, but I do think it's a red herring. Like you guys were saying, I think it's very likely that Shinsuke ends up going far in the Rumble, if not out what... Uh, do, you think, do you think Cesaro would turn on Shinsuke in, in the Rumble? No. no. No? Because I don't see a point for it. Why would he come back... You know, well, I think they have something with this kind of dickish. Di- th- this kind of like I'm better than you. Cesaro works for me because he's like he is better than me. You know, have you seen the man? I mean, he can do hmm. things that no human Daniel can do. Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro was a filler match. R- Daniel Bryan has been doing filler ma- like well, not filler matches, but he's just been doing quietly if, like banger after banger match each week. He's been that doesn't talk about the caliber of talent on the roster and how much WWE doesn't know how to handle their talents. I don't know. Well, I don't know what else to say. It's it's weird (laughs) (laughs) that they can't put together an interesting show every week. While while we're on that subject, I want to quickly throw out my uh, Royal Rumble prediction because I, I it's a little. It's early, obviously. We don't even know who uh, who all is going to be in it. But I think I think this is Daniel Bryan's year. Do you? Uh, I, I think I believe he, I do. He, I think he has a storyline going into it. I, I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago he yeah. said that he'd never entered the Rumble and and all that. So I, I he's a I think he's a popular pick, but not a bad one. He's never been yeah. I think um, he's never won. Yeah, that's a, a battle. Oh, he's never won. Right. Yeah. Never won a battle. I, I didn't think that was okay. I think he was he he's um, the he he was in the greatest Royal Rumble or the Saudi Arabia one with fifty people. Yeah, he was like number yeah, one had, until like thirty something. Monster performance. He went yeah, over an hour. Was, yeah, he, he holds the, the record for longest time in one. Of him in that match, yeah. that was. I mean, his his chest looked like ground beef by the time he got. Oh eliminated. yeah, I remember that. It was like spaghetti. it was Herculean. It was <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, was... I think I think I think this is his year. I think he's going to. I think the the storyline they're building to is him and Shinsuke maybe as the last two. I'm, and, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, like that's cool. Make the rumble fun. Get us interested. Yeah, like that'd be great. I, I beg you. You know, maybe maybe even he has to overcome Shinsuke and Cesaro or something like that. Like I don't. I mean, that would be. That's how I would book it. <laughs> Do you I'm have a enjoy the? That'd be great. I'm gonna enjoy the rumble regardless. Unfortunately. It's the outcome afterwards, what yeah. they do with the winner that I'm not going to enjoy. Right. right. Yeah. They'll no doubt bungle it. I, uh, well, they have three months and they don't know, usually know what to do with three months. So that I, Daniel, I, you're right. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in Tampa. Okay. COVID be damned. COVID be damned. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. All it right. It or not. All right. Uh, Anything else I from d- SmackDown that we particularly enjoyed or disliked, I guess? I didn't know uh, Otis and Chad Gable were, we're tag teaming. Yeah, That's they cool. uh, they kind of were humping in, in one backstage segment once. I it didn't was, see that. It was weird. Um, okay. It was weird. Is he just, I mean, is he just, what, what is he, what is, what is Tucker doing? Tucker's on Raw. Tucker. Oh, that's right. They got split Tucker up. Tucker turned heel. Yeah. Again, this is why you can say things, Donnie. Like, no doubt they'll bungle this. It's it's just, yeah. I want to I want to talk about my favorite thing that I've been following main roster the last couple of weeks, uh, which has been Billy Kay's desperate attempt to latch onto uh, a new group. This is this is this is very good as well. Yeah, I'll take that. 
so funny. She is she's so, so funny. Good. At, like every case. time she's on screen, I'm like, oh my god! Like, what is she gonna do this time? And then, oh, and her tweets about how punk she is. She's so I, good. She, <laughs> there's and I see people in the comments <laughs> screaming, "Avril Lavigne is not punk." I'm like, buddy, buddy, you are getting worked. You're buying it. You're buying it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is so this is good. it is so funny. I she, really she yeah. is capital E entertainment. <laughs> I was, I, really have the whole I was alphabet. really worried when they broke up the iconic that, that, that uh, you know Billy specifically was going to get lost in the shuffle. Whether right, they that's the through. same conversation yeah. we just well, a she similar conversation. It, Tucker and Otis, and then yeah, Billy and Peyton—they literally just break people up because they think that's what you're supposed to do after a certain amount of time. I don't really understand Andy, it, but even oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, Tucker and Otis is one thing. I think they wanted to just push Otis because uh, I, I I can see the appeal. The tag team didn't make right, too but much sense. that was the same but thing that they wanted the to iconic. do. But that was what they wanted to do. Like yeah, they, they I thought guess, I guess that's the same Vince idea. Vince took a look at Peyton. Peyton, uh, you know, she looks different than she did ten years ago or five years ago. Whenever she entered the company, but like I I think he just saw her and was like, push her to the moon, and then like he often does forgot about her yes i i this is just classic i mean it's it's what they do and it's why i don't know it's why mondays and fridays are so so hard to watch but let's move on to wednesdays dynamite and nxt i'm gonna start by saying that i think i actually preferred nxt this week Uh, we can go over the parts that you liked but nxt was really really good and i thought during parts of dynamite this week i just it was like well, okay. I was gonna say this this dynamite show felt like a uh, flat. Yeah, pretty flat. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, you know, there was the Sting and Darby Allen stuff, which is good, right? Uh, and Team Cage and all them. And, uh, and what else? Cage, Team Taz, Team Taz. Yeah, yeah. Team but, Taz. But, but Cage, let's cut that in so I seem smart. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, 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 it's what, what else did happen in, in AEW? Cause honestly, I'm struggling to remember it's in, and, and remember yeah, this is new year's smash night two versus Kingston. Okay. Uh, that I, made that, Chuck his Butler that, Oh yeah. This was not a, this was not a great show. This, this Matt was, Hardy was, turned on the private party yeah. immediately. Oh my. Okay. Matt Hardy and private party was such was, a bad promo. Oh, this week. Yeah. It was so bad. Like, I, it's just talk about, like, I feel like they have no chemistry. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> it's crazy because they had so much more chemistry even up to last week. It was like, I've never seen something so horrible. I was just like, do you guys know each other? Have you ever talked? Did he just say something offensive before they hit play? <laughs> like, I don't, what happened? Like, it was, it was really, really, like, don't even go back and watch it. Just take my word for it if you're listening to this and don't remember what I'm talking about. Matt Hardy and Private Party did an interview and it was just so awkward and like it it almost felt scripted. That's how that's how bad it was. I just think that maybe they're a little green on the mic and Matt is trying to help them and the help is not translating. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um Kinda. I mean, yeah, it just, it just wasn't good. Like, that's, I don't know what else to say other than that. Yeah. I was really blown back by how the story progressed that quickly that I didn't so much notice. Like, I, I already, like, bought out of what was happening mm-hmm. just based on context, right. not necessarily how it was delivered to me. Poor, poor uh, Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah, he's had a rough couple of months, I think. Yeah. Um, know, well, how about... How about the uh, the one fun part of the show, uh, which was the waiting room with Doctor Britt Baker? I'm I'm glad this was I'm glad this was a plus, but I, I don't think it was the one fun part of the show. I also I, enjoyed the inner circle stuff, but we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> All right, here's maybe, another maybe one, one fun, fun part of the show. <laughs> here's the other one fun part of the show. The third one, uh, the Dark right, Order right, and Adam right. Page. Okay. Oh, okay. Every, All right. Oh All right. All right. In yeah. a row. In a row. Every one, two, and three. Head. Starting with Britt Baker, I thought. Um, I, do you guys who what do you look at during the Britt Baker segments? Because for me, it's Reba the entire time. Yeah, Reba's so funny. Yeah, you always watch Reba. She's, she's like she's like Billy Kay. Like she's yeah, just, exactly. exactly. She's, she's just so, in the background doing like physical comedy and it's just so good. I, I know there are memes and, and jokes that women aren't funny, but th- like if 
if wrestling proved anything this week, it's it's that's that's a damn lie, dude. They they can be hysterical. Like this was so so funny. I, I Reba, I I do you? I, she must be aware of how funny this is to be doing this. But it, yeah, it, no, she's got to be. It, it's incredible. incredible and and of course Britt baker she continues to be money uh you know Mm -hmm. insulting cody uh i I like that she just you know is is talking shit about cody right before she introduces him and then introduces him and doesn't (laughs) let him say a word uh just to bring in someone that doesn't like him i mean talk about just not to go back but to compare it to the ding dong hello segment on smackdown like Britt Baker knocked this out of the part, and not that Bailey isn't good, but it it's just a comparison between the companies. I think WWE, with their scripting and stuff like that, like it eliminates so much creativity and stuff. Because um, you know, like look at what Britt Baker's done. the The heel turn I feel like has been absolutely one of the best things in AEW, like for the entirety of the company's history so far. Um, mm. Yeah. For Brit's stock going from a baby face, uh, part-time dentist, part-time wrestler to a heel, uh, just makes so much more sense. Right. So much more enjoyable for it. Right. And it's, it's okay. Did you guys, did you think it was funny that they like very clearly broke the fourth wall, like an SNL skit after they like end the skit and they like pan out and show the little scene that they were actually doing it in. Like it was very clear they, that this was like a backstage wrestling segment with a set, like a set. <laughs> like yeah, they they literally cut I mean, was, to the. Yeah. Uh, is it still called the Titantron if it's a different company? I don't know. I, we'll call it a right. Titantron. They, they cut to the big screen, Jumbotron, <laughs> just Jumbotron. just right behind yeah. the other uh, where the fourth wall would be. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, it's you know I think I think. I also think that the the cameras were really like they played it really well. Like they stayed on the big brawl because that's when all that was happening uh-huh. when they showed, you know, kind of all of the backstage stuff and, and showed that it wasn't just like a stupid little segment. You know, it was like the wrestlers were self-aware, but then it turned into something serious, you know, and then right. you heard ca- the, the sounds of chaos. You heard people, you know, saying, is Cody OK? I think you could hear someone like very vividly saying that. And I thought that was like. Much better than the classic uh, pull apart that we have in like, you know, I won't even say WWE because I feel like every wrestling company does this. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like guy guy calls someone out, guy comes out, they confront each other, you know, group of people comes out, tries to separate them. The guy who's being separated breaks free and dives in like, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's just and I thought this was a much better way um, to get across like the drama of it all. I, I thought this was a, a real positive um, in, in what we started off calling a, a bad show, but it seems like it's actually getting better the more we talk about it. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just a little boring. Right. Uh, and then the other two things that we had just said we were going to talk about was the Dark Order and... The Inner Circle thing. The, the Dark inner Order circle. with Adam Page and the Inner Circle thing. Right. Let's Every talk about the Dark time. Order. D- d- this was the one Dark Order... <laughs> I think this is the first time I've seen a Dark Order thing that didn't hit for me. Uh I, you know, <laughs> I don't know any other time that it didn't work for you, but it, this this worked for me. I, Refresh my memory on this. I'm actually not 100 percent sure what happened on this. Uh, so Adam Page is is, is literally standing standing off like to the side of them off camera. Yeah, and 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 I think it's Alex Marvez interviewing. Um, what's his name john silver the interviewer is not important john silver quickly takes the mic john silver quickly takes the mic and and, you know does his i don't know he does he's got these like bits that sometimes they're really funny but sometimes it's like oh you didn't like i love you so much adam i okay yeah he's just (laughs) he's pretending to be a fangirl maybe it's because i've seen them do the gimmick on being the elite already they did it I love John Silver. I love his whole fucking thing, but he he does seem a little. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say try hard, but like at the camera. Yeah, like he's winking a little too hard sometimes. It's like, yeah, all right, buddy, we fucking get it. You know, tone it down <laughs> but, on a notch. But or two. he's funny. He, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. I love him. He's great. He just every once in a while, it's just a little too much. And I think that I think that was the case here for me this time. It was just a little too like tongue and cheek. I was kind of like, all right, let's let's do some wrestling. Let's not just. 
Because they started the conversation, if I remember, with asking Evil Uno, you know, I, you know, how Mr. You Brody progress from Mr. Brody, right? With him gone, how are we going to do that? And Evil Uno said, like, look, you know, whenever whatever we do, it's kind of in honor of him from now on, like it or not. Yeah. So you know, we have to. They have a responsibility to be. I think he said something like, "Be better people," which made me think that they were like. Uh-huh. Turning oh, face, yeah. but it's I think we've been hitting at a at a dark order face turn for a so, while, especially since I since think face turn is a bad idea. But like, okay. convince it doesn't make any sense if they work I mean, themselves into thinking they're that they're good order. people, but they're still being bad people. Like they're still being oh, a cult. That could be funny. It could be funny, right? Yeah, that could be funny, right? So I, I think there's the if I trust AEW, I, I think there's a lot to work with here. Um, but I just this segment didn't work for me. Uh, well, in light of the segment not working for you, at least it was short. That's true. That's true. And I'm not saying other people can't like it. You know, it's um, there's definitely uh, things on a- a- BTE that they do that crack me up that other people just do not understand. And that's kind of how comedy works, I think, half the time, you know, especially when a lot of it is similar and repeated and there's so many mediums uh, to see it on. So this it, it was good that he got to do it uh, on the like you know big stage aw dynamite that's 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 the important place because uh, almost a million people watch that and a million people don't watch bte so that's you know that's that and then the inner circle stuff i just really enjoyed i think i think there's they've still got it every time i think that they're fading away um into irrelevance they just like all show that they could just put all five six seven whatever however many it is of them out there and they can just talk and have great conversation, and, and it's entertaining to wrestling fans, um, minus Wardlow, because he's better when he just sits there and looks intimidating. And Jake Hager, I suppose. Except he has that, a good, um, he's a good when Jake Hager yells championships. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. He's good He's good for one-liners. Think, he's pretty funny. I think both of them are good for one-liners. Yeah, yeah. It, different kinds, different kinds, but yeah, certainly. Yeah. So you gotta, you guys got to figure the, the, the inner circle breakup has to be coming. Right. Well, no, I feel like they're teasing it coming so much that it's like they're going to stick together for longer than we expect, and then they'll eventually break hey, up, and it won't I, be I, MJF I, that so, leaves. So was the as content- soon as MJF joined, uh, the clock started ticking. Like it might not, yeah, it might not even be his fault, but he's I, he's going to be the catalyst. You know what I mean? I don't remember if it was this week or last week, but both. It came out. They came out, and and on the Chiron or whatever it is on the bottom, the lower third. Uh-huh. It said um, Chris Jericho and MJF and the Inner Circle or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I but, uh, yeah. So it was like it, it's like when a band, you know what I mean, like starts their naming issues and then someone breaks off because of it. I feel like that's that's very like th- something is going to happen. You're right. But Jericho is very into yeah. like bands and stuff. So I feel like that's what he has planned. Like, yeah. It's like it a band it might result with like Jericho and MJF tagging or something. something right. And, and we've already and, and, and that's exactly what the content of the promo was about. Right. I don't even remember who Jericho's tagging with, to be honest. Um, but that was also part of the point. Sammy called him a a a, a tag team whore, right? And and, and that was a uh, that was really funny because or a tag team slut, tag team slut, <laughs> and um and and the crowd started chanting it, and I was like, okay, all right, this is like this, this is why people are great because you can get them to chant tag team slut, tag team slut <laughs> in a wrestling show on national television. So that's. I, I that was definitely a positive for me. Maybe that's just my dirty humor mind, but uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the breakup, the breakup that that does have me. That's that's one thing I do want to keep an eye on because um, it feels like a like a slow burn. But when it happens, yeah, it's going to be like, sure. oh no! So yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's, they, it, they hmm. definitely also mentioned that the inner circle watched the show. So right. that Chiron might be something to keep an eye out. Right? On. No, true. Yeah, they, tweet, the, they all tweeted about it after. Did they? Uh, oh, did they, they did. Yeah, I don't. They were not happy with it. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, well. So, so yeah. On the okay. So on the other side of AEW, we talked about. I feel like most. Oh, we we haven't even finished AEW. Honestly, no, we have not. We have not. We um, have we, we have Sting and the to John Moxley. He got he got the shit beaten out of him too, didn't he? Not. I don't yeah. know if Sting, John Sting got the shit beaten out of him, but there was a uh, we, there was a a brawl. He got sorts. like a one on three and or one on four, one on three, one on four. And, um, yeah, it, and then it then he got back up. Right, right. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Sting stuff and Darby Allen. I, Sting finally did something. You know, I feel like it's been lots of waiting, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Like he just comes out and we hear Tony do it's Sting, and I think Jr. even said like 
it's Sting, Tony. And and, and Tony didn't. <laughs> Tony was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to do the thing. But like, I think we're kind of all getting that. Like, all right, it's time for him to be more than just a cheap pop, you know. But did you like? Did you like this match? This was a main event championship like match. match. I do like the match. I uh, I think the color Darby is Allen. what really got me invested. The the what? Sorry, I, I the the color. He you know him taking the. I think. He went through a table or something, yeah, but he got power bomb through a table, like up. off the uh, like messed up from dude. the ring off to a table. But- Darby Allen is gonna die in the ring today, man. That guy, he he needs to clean his shit up, or something Dar- real bad is gonna happen. Some Darby Allen versus a big guy is always like fun to watch, and I know that Darby Allen loves throwing himself around, but I do bring up that same question to like how how. It's just how long can he wrestle like this? And I don't want to be someone, you know, talking every, about a turn. No, I don't know yeah, how well totally. he's doing what he's doing, but every you know, single you gotta two, kind of wonder. Every single match he's in, he gets beat up, and, and and obviously, you know, it's wrestling. Everybody does, but him to such an extent where you you see it, and it, it's set apart from other from other, other wrestlers, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like you're watching these these shows where everybody's just beating the shit out of each other, and then you're you look at this one guy and you're like, wow, he needs to he needs to cool it, you know? Yeah, like he's getting hit too hard. I, d- during the it's match, I, I explicitly was thinking, like, you know, Tony Khan probably didn't have to go to every wrestler that he hired and say, like, I want to pay you a lot of money to be on my show, but I need to know that you're not going to kill yourself on it you know what i mean like like he he had to have had a conversation with them or or at least he should be having the conversation with them and say like look dude like <laughs> you do lots of crazy shit and you seem to be getting hurt quite often maybe tone it down like or be safer or maybe uh, to be fair sammy had a had a bad string of stuff too so i, I you know it could just be unlucky but you know you you both noticed it and you both you know, have something to say about it. So I, I think every single match. I think Has most Darby people really had any injured injury uh, timeouts. That's what's crazy. He hasn't had anything where it's where he's had to like miss a lot of time, as far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to say that he's doing a bad job of it, but like I'm sure he's missed some shows yeah. here and there. But he and I think they just he, said he turned 28 recently. So that's oh, I, he's that's still got baby bones, right? They're he's flexible. not that. Yeah, he's not that old. Like I mean, you know, he's he's. Yeah. He's pretty much in his prime, to be well, honest. I his physical too, prime, man. yeah. <laughs> these, these these are the good years. So I, you know, I just I think all of all of our concerns come from a good place. It's just it's hard to watch someone who like definitely has a ton of promise. I think this is going to lead into what they're doing with Sting and Cody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just because you had Darby going up against Cody as kind of like a. Hey, we're not running this TV show like you anymore. Right, and Cody and, and Cody and Darby have that react the, the championship. Yeah, Cody, Cody and Darby have that relationship already too. Yeah. That's kind of respectful, and Sting, you know, Sting, Sting is kind of in on that too. So, I think Sting's like on the other side of that now. Like, hey, Darby, like I respect you for doing this, and I understand that you're now you're it's, like sacrificing yourself for this company. It's interesting. So I, I yeah. feel like that's how the whole story is going to kind of shake out with Sting and Darby and Cody. Yeah, it, I, it's definitely like how I feel about that specific storyline is like it's it's interesting enough for me to keep an eye on, but it's not the thing that's drawing me into uh, AEW every week, if that makes sense. You know, it, it's just not it's not the main event thing, even though it's in the main event spot for me. Uh, if you if you bring it up like that, then then what? actually is drawing you to AEW every week the inner circle stuff i think i mean there's okay. still the top title and and For- john john moxley everything he does feels important um yeah i don't think that there's one specific thing that i'd call out that was bringing me up to AEW every right. week which is why i thought it was a bit odd that it's, it's not like it's not the mid card title though that's right. that that's i mean it, you know it's it's good it's there but it's not your it's not your main event it can be obviously every once in a while but that's those aren't your a shows you know what right. i mean yeah. I feel like it's all part of the puzzle for me. I enjoy. Sure. No, it's fine. It's good. It's not. It's not an issue. You just can't do that every week. All right. Uh, I guess last call on topics from AW before we move we on to NXT. About, we didn't talk about Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. I, what? What's what? <laughs> what? The Bullet Club. 
You don't think it's important that the Bullet Club is getting back together? I do think it's important that the... afterwards. Okay, it is important. It is important. I just think. I guess that is what is drawing me in. I don't know. It isn't what's drawing me in right now. I just don't care that much about the elite as they want me to. Maybe that's bad. Maybe that's bad. If anything, it says that it's bad that the way they're handling it. Because last week you already had the Lucha, not the Lucha Bros. Jesus, sorry, the Young Bucks reluctant to kind of join up with them, and then right afterwards you already have them being thrown under the bus. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is the second week we've seen the Good Brothers, right? Yeah. So I think the the thing for me is when, and maybe this is the instant gratification issue that people like to complain about my generation for, but if if it's week two of them being there, and I'm not particularly sure why, like maybe I have to watch Impact for that or something, but I don't mean, I don't really get it, you know? I'm like, what? so they're just on the show now, but no one else from Impact is? Is it just don callis brings some stars i'm I'm wondering what's the point of all of this like it just hasn't like if there was an invasion angle or something i guess it is the reforming of the elite if that's what you're gonna call it but it seems like everyone might not be on the same page there either so i again i think it's me being confused about where this is gonna go uh that has me not as interested as i would like to be so that is an interesting thing to bring up uh, AEW already has a lot of history working with other uh, promotions, notably uh, NWA. Uh, True. Could we see more cross promotion with them in the future? Do you think you're I, talking about New Japan, right? Well, yeah, New, New Japan, Japan obviously is the one everybody's hoping for, but Impact is a uh, you know. Well, they already, already done AAA as well, right? I mean, they do do they, yeah, they do AAA. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do you think we could see some kind of like? unified indie super promotion <laughs> where this uh, is maybe a little bit of a uh, but i mean what what is indie show, what what is an indie like you know i mean uh, just every I, I don't i don't just anything that's not wwe right okay so separate from once a year yeah. are you asking if tony khan could buy impact and do an invasion angle I'm not, he, I'm not saying necessarily he would buy them i'm just saying like i think i think but i think i heard <laughs> Uh, someone offer impact to Tony Khan, and he was like, "No, I don't want it." Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> I think uh, no, but I mean, just just some agreement between all of the smaller, well, small everything that's not WWE to kind of, you know, stick it to the main. So NXT was mostly Dusty Classic. I I kind of half watched it. Um, is I NXT? I I I did think it was the better show, but now that I'm looking through. I'm looking through a recap online. Um, maybe just certain parts of it stuck out because this thing is just infuriating me. MSK made their, uh, and this is exactly what I just talked about, Wes Lee Wesley. and Nash Carter. Do those names mean anything to you? Uh, yeah. no. Those are horrible names. It's Desmond uh, Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Those names themselves are much cooler. They stick out. And Wesley. I know they were the rascals. Does like the opposite of sticking out. Wesley, it becomes one name. Can you? Yeah, it's Wesley. Like, it's like how Stan Lee's name is Stan Lee, but it's just so much worse and not his real name. It's, his it, real name is Stanley. It's so. Yeah. It's so bad. It, it, it's. Oh, it's. 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 Granted, they're 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 really good in the ring. Um, I, I enjoyed them, and I actually enjoyed them facing Isaiah Scott and Jake Atlas, who. I actually think they're doing a little better with Jake Atlas. I, there was no direction with him the first like six months that he was on television, but now they seem to at least be trying to push him, which is all I can ask for. Buddy, you've just encapsulated WWE in like a sentence and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> I think. All right, that's enough NXT talk. <laughs> uh, no, was, was there anything? Awesome. Was there anything that motion now? Was there anything that really piqued your interest? Uh, Donnie, when I, you watched NXT this week, I actually, I actually do have one. I saw, uh, I saw a really cool Finn Balor line that I liked a lot. That uh, oh, that was so the corny thing written. that he said at the end. Do you remember the it line? Was corny, I it was corny, but I loved it. All right, what did it. he say? What did he say? It was like they don't manufacture the cu- uh, the cloth that I was cut from. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's I'm not yeah. We're not cut from the same cloth, but in different different way. No, I th- that was kind of a cool line. It was yeah, it, but it's corny like, it's but like, good. Yeah, we're not cut from the same cloth. And nobody is. I'm 
fucking dope as hell. I, yeah, I thought that was a cool. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. He 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 was very good, and he made uh not that uh because it was what Brizango right um Brizango, losing yeah. to Undisputed Era right before that. Not that that wasn't like so interesting, but right before I, that, no, 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 no. This was in the beginning. He said that. Oh, he said it in the beginning. Yeah. I, I thought he, he said, said it at the it end of the show. When he was just talking about O'Reilly and saying like, "Hey, you know, I kicked O'Reilly's ass." And now he's, you know, out for a long time. And that's what happens when you mess with me. Right. Yeah. Well, still, Finn Balor is, is kind of a badass. And I don't know if you remember his uh, other one-liners, but he had the, the kitty cat lines. Did you see those? No. <laughs> I, there were back-to-back weeks where he said something like, this kitty isn't going to be in his litter anymore. I mean, that's not what he sounds oh, like. But it was so bad. It was like, he was talking about oh, kitty litter. I was yeah. like, please stop. Please stop. Like, don't talk about kitty litter. Come on. But, but being cut from the same cloth or they don't manufacture the cloth that I, I'm butchering it, but much, you guys understand better. What I'm saying. Much better line. Yes. Much better line. And then everything. Does not make me think of poop. Dude, it's, it's hard. It's hard to sound like a loser when you're like saying something intense with Finn Balor's Irish accent, at least to an American. Like, I think we eat that shit up. So yeah. it, it's so just like, like it literally has to be the kitty cat goes meow meow to like you know like Jesus I I you know and again that is not what he sounds like but I don't really know how to make my voice do that so um yeah he he's he did have good one line is that is that really all that you got from NXT this week Austin that is all that I got from NXT this well week. done Donnie. Uh, no, it's the same old Finn Balor, Undisputed Era stuff. If you want to talk about Bull- Bullet Club again for another 15 minutes. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, Johnny Gargano and, and Dexter Lumis was, was, was kind of a, a snoozer. And then it was really just all Dusty Classic. To recap, uh, Grizzled Young Veterans, who I think I, they won or were in the they like won. finals. Right. So they, they beat oh, Everrise. No, they didn't win. They won this week. They didn't win the Dusty Classic. I, I think they won the Dusty Classic like the first one or like a few years ago or they were in the finals. I don't know. They were introduced. They were talking about them having history in the dusty classic. So that's exciting for them. Um, Yeah. Uh, All, all NXT was this week, I think was early rounds of dusty classic and build up for late rounds of dusty classic. Right. Yeah. It's building around a tag team tournament is is tough because I feel like, especially in the first round, there's not a lot to go off of, especially, but you know, their main event, for example, Undisputed Era and Brizango, I was saying, I was about to say this earlier, it just kind of was uh, falling flat until, uh, you know, did, did Balor come out ag- again at the end or because, oh my God, <laughs> wait, hang Pete on. Dunn came out. Pete Dunn came out. That's right. Yeah. Pete Dunn and I, only Lorkin and, uh, I want to real quick go back uh, and just talk over the, uh, the, historical dusty classic winners okay go ahead there are some fun ones in here okay matt riddle and like ricochet right we'll go back ricochet and alistair black yeah okay so yeah last year was matt riddle and pete dunn the broser weights the broser weights and then it was the makeshift of alistair black and the year before that was uh, yeah alistair black and ricochet and then the year before that was the undisputed era actually this is not as funny as i thought it was um (laughs) my thing is an irish accent uh, and then the year before that, no, that's like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, the year before that was the Authors of Pain who just fucking vanished. Who did these Ooh. people beat? Are the Grizzled Young Veterans any of these people? It is not saying that I'm looking at. So I just, I just made it up that they like were, were cha- I not only made up that they were in the finals, but I think I said that they were champions. And that's you, definitely you, not correct. They were definitely were never champions. Uh, but do you want to guess who the first ever uh, Dusty Classic winners were? Oh, well, I was going to say Brizango. Uh, not a horrible guess, but it was uh, not a good guess either. Donna, you get one it, guess and then we're moving on. Yes. Oh my God! This is what a what a bracket. Are you gonna guess? I can not come up with a guess. No. We can cut this out. All right, you were never gonna get it. It's Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. What? Well, I think they I think they actually showed pictures they, of that. I saw a picture of Samoa yeah. Joe, I, I thought, I, I thought they, recently. I thought it was a singles picture of Finn them Balor. fighting each other. I that's that's crazy. Okay, so I'm gonna take back my earlier statement. Um, AW was probably better than NXT. I think I was just more in the mood to watch wrestling when I watched NXT, to be honest, because I binge watched everything from this week, like all in 
like a few hours because sometimes that's how I consume my wrestling. Can't blame me. Um, a few more things we have to talk about, even though we've gone super long this episode. A ton of COVID cases happened. Uh, I have a list here. Uh, let's see. Uh, one, just so no one calls me biased, uh, Nyla Rose is off AW's um, because I think a family member, a close family member, someone close to her tested positives and she, she's in close contact. So she's, uh, on quarantine for 14, uh, days. Hopefully she doesn't have it, but if she, I mean, she said she was in close contact. So, I mean, you never know. Um, but, but she's, she's definitely held off shows so that, that that's kind of important. Michelle McCool revealed that she tested positive. Uh, I know Nick Jackson of the young bucks. He said that he tested positive back. Uh, I want to say like in late uh 2020 maybe like november oh maybe i have no idea covid's been such a like a thing for so long it's hard to keep track but um yeah hit nick jackson and jericho just uh revealed that they both uh they they each had a positive covid test uh prior uh jericho said maybe around september i'm Um, so not surprised jericho had it jericho jericho is yeah i was gonna say he's like the uh He's the, you know, he's the poster child for wrestling COVID stories. But, um, you know, it's COVID is like, it's still definitely looming alarm and looming alarm, looming large, uh, on the wrestling world. Uh, which kind of brings me to my next topic. WrestleMania 37, eight and nine all announced, uh, Saturday, April 10th and Sunday, April 11th, 2021. So again, we're going to get to hear too big for one night. Uh, we're, we're running it back, I guess. Uh, so this year was supposed to be last year was supposed to be Tampa and this year was supposed to be California or LA at the new SoFi stadium. Um, obviously COVID stopped that and they just did it at the PC and they brought the big pirate head thing that they had made for WrestleMania last year. Um, and, and they just kind of did what they could over two nights. Um, you know, tough break. But now they're doing uh, basically like a rerun uh, of it. So I think it's interesting that they're still going with the pirate gimmick and all that. I know it's like because it's the Buccaneers stadium. Uh, they already the have all the stuff there. Yeah, and and, and, and they're not going <laughs> to waste all the money on the stuff that they made that's just been sitting around in props for a while. So uh, I, Kevin Owens, uh, you know, comically tweeted a picture of the uh, boat because he, he wanted to jump off the boat, I think, because he jumped off the sign last year. So we'll see. uh We'll see what crazy stuff can happen. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because apparently they are going to have a two-night event and they're going to have fans this year in Tampa. I so, did not so, hear that. Right. So I found this very interesting. Yeah. Um, specifically in regards to the order. Uh, so I don't know if they had, like, I know all three uh, locations had been announced ahead of time, right. but I was under the impression that they were going to go ahead with, uh, you know, California and then fill in Tampa. Right. And I thought about it for a minute. And uh, I think what it's going to come down to is the, the leadership in, in the States. Like, like the Florida leadership is going to have no problem just letting them walk in there and be like, "Yeah, let's have this thing open to thousands of fans." I, this definitely, year. Uh, def- I think def- you're next year right. it is still going to be a question. So I guess they're going to Texas, where you know Texas middle ground. Florida too, and then California is locked up tighter than uh, insert funny Innuendo. idiom in here. But uh, yeah, it's it, you know it's locked up tight, so you know they're holding that one off for last, I guess. Okay, so I, I'm glad you brought this up because I do have some comment on the order of the announced. The uh, it's it's this year two days in Tampa, next year uh, one day at least that we know of in Arlington um, at AT and T Stadium, that's Texas, um, and then the following year in 2023 is Hollywood at SoFi Stadium, which, like you said, was planned for. Uh, whatever this year um and okay so the reason i believe that they're doing this and i will 100 percent say that this is me based uh like based off me listening to all this conjecture (laughs) yeah uh, this is me listening to dave Meltzer and what he likes to say um but there's a very real or at least he, he he seems to think that there's a very real need in vince mcmahon's mind to 
run after the Super Bowl. And and the Super Bowl was supposed to run, I think, at, at this location, but it probably got pushed back. So there was, I don't know, there was some scheduling issue that made it so that Vince wasn't going to get his way. So I think that this helps Vince get his way because the goal for him, at least according to Meltzer, is is that Vince wants to just announce a number that's higher than whatever the Super Bowl did, right? Because this is the first time this stadium has ever done a massive event. This is the new California stadium that the uh, insert sports team is uh, playing at now. That's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't even thought about that. And you know that they you know that they never tell the truth on 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 the on the WrestleMania attendance number. No, right. They just That's, say you know. some. They just say something. And of course, AT and T was. Uh, I think Dallas was the one where they broke the record and said like a hundred thousand or something like that. So it it wouldn't even surprise me if this was just some like, like I don't know. Looking at it and with that in mind, it just makes me think that like this is just Vince being like, I'm gonna get that number, goddamn it! Like, and the investors, they're gonna know. And and you know it could be a thing for the investors to you know it, it's Vince has been, always been good at manipulating the numbers to look like he's doing well. Sometimes he is doing really well, but a lot of the time, especially recently, he hasn't been doing so well. But he's made tons of money doing it. So I think um, I think there's some interesting reasons, but no doubt uh, Florida this year is because of what you said. Uh, it's we gotta li- be. We live in Florida. So we're not talking entirely out of our asses. It affects our daily lives. And we see how, uh, you know, COVID like affects Florida. You know what I mean? Like we could, we could go to dynamite if we wanted to. It's we, we had invitations when it was it's not hard. We had invitations when it was not open to the public, right? Like we, we could have gone two or three weeks before, um, you know, they started actually selling the tickets, but we didn't, but yeah. So Florida is kind of lawless. Uh, and I think that, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania, and the funny part is now that you mentioned that it's two days. They're not even hiding the fact that they like it's a super spreader event. You know, I, I yeah, absolutely. It's gonna hope, be yeah. The hope, of course, is that by April, um, enough people will be vaccinated. Yeah, I, I you know at least the high risk categories. I, I guess you know there's as we move towards that, I think there's a lot more room for companies especially big companies like wwe publicly traded companies to um you know handle the questions because obviously people are going to ask questions and say is it safe to do this and they can say like yeah it's getting safe whether that's true or not i think that's up to the individual but (laughs) yeah what's going to be interesting to see is a uh how many tickets they actually end up selling right uh, and be how soon before that they start having live shows again like if right. this is their first they live do. back yeah it's gonna be weird right like, i don't know i mean like are they planning on filling it to 50 percent capacity or like a hundred percent like I, I, it's definitely not it's limited capacity it's definitely not right wide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, you want to assume that because they're doing you, football games in limited capacity right in now. Florida. I, yeah, but and I don't. And you, I, don't I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. And for what it's worth, people will bring up the argument for themselves that this is, you know, they're taking their own risk, and everyone that's going to that event obviously knows the risk of COVID and stuff. So they're putting each other at risk. It's just the yeah, obvious sure follow up to that is going to that event. What do you do after that once you contract COVID? So it's right. again the I think the hope, especially WWE, they're pushing pushing it back a few weeks. I think they pushed it back maybe two weeks this year. Um, I think it is for them to uh, really get that vaccine out in Florida, and hopefully, I can't imagine it's going to be a big internationally traveled thing. You know, these NFL games are at fifty. I mean, less than fifty percent capacity. It looks like, um, you know, but wrestling fans are gonna are gonna go for sure. Right. I, the question I, is, will I we go? <laughs> we'll be, yeah, we we will not. Yeah, we will not. Def- definitely. The not. reason for that is uh, twofold. Uh, <laughs> not only is it COVID, but the tickets are going to be prohibitively expensive this year. Do you do you, do you think so? I because hundred percent, hundred percent. Unless we like get really lucky. Well, even if we wanted to go, we get, we would have to get really lucky and buy them like as soon as they get on sale. Really? But I, these, I mean, the secondhand market for these are going to be ridiculous. I wouldn't imagine the demand is there. Like, because, uh, well, because the people it's, aren't going to, 
You think people are going to travel cross country for this? I think yeah, people are going to want to travel cross country for this, especially with the cheap airfare. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I'm, you know, maybe I'm just naive on it, but yeah. I, I, I do think that we'd be able to get like fair tickets for, for, for an okay price. Cause I, I think that there is an obvious risk when you're clicking like purchase that you are paying to put yourself at risk. Maybe people the don't think like that. The think- hardcore WWE are rabid. The people who <laughs> want to travel to this. Well, I hope that nine movie. people listen to this podcast aren't we'll those people. It. I'm sorry if we're insulting you. <laughs> Go to WrestleMania no, if you mean, enjoy. I'm, I think the I, problem is I don't believe this the actual is event. I, I, I think if people want to, want to go and they have the means to go to this, they're going to make it happen. And I think the demand will 100% be there. All right. Well, I think that's about uh, all the time we have today. We definitely went overtime uh, today. We had some uh, mailbag questions that I think were going to be really interesting, but we're going to hold them off for a future episode. And hopefully the people who listen to this episode will hear my plea for more questions because we can always take more questions and um it's a fun way to help guide the show because I think, uh, you know, listeners like to hear what they want to hear. And we have no idea uh, 100% of the time what it is you want to hear. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed our breakdown of the week. We'll probably be doing more uh, stuff like this after the Rumble. Um, obviously, like I said, next week, if you guys are okay with it, um, we'll do the uh, watch along of an old Rumble. Austin, I know you're a big rumble connoisseur or whatever the fuck you want to call it um i don't know if i call myself a connoisseur but definitely a fan yeah yeah yeah. you like them you like them a lot so if you if you want to get together with me in a few days or something like that we'll post a twitter poll of maybe three or four options and hopefully we can get some votes on that uh so people can have some say in what they're going to watch along with us because you know it's fun to turn it on most of you have the wwe network i assume that are listening to this because it's really cheap or you can get Only it on a free trial. Right, yeah. See, so you should work for them. Um, but yeah, so we'll do the watch along next week. We'll do uh, Rumble kind of prediction as well next week. Right? I think that's something we should do uh, the week before the Rumble. Talk about, we kind of said who we think is going to win the Rumble, but I'm sure we'll have a better idea of the card. And then the following week, we'll do um, the fallout of the Rumble, obviously, because we'll know winners by then. Um, so... Uh, after that, we'll get right back to the schedule. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. And yeah, we'll see you next week.